0: for listening to the daily podcast of Holmberg's Morning Sickness. It's been brought to you in part by your Valley Chevy dealers. Drive away in a new Chevrolet today. Visit ValleyChevy.com for details. There's got
1: to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, Stephen Diener, hosted the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast. Or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms and you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com Still streaming Holmberg's Morning Sickness Online at 98kupd.com Idiots <laughs> uh, just keeps getting, getting
2: worse keep describing That's
3: There's one movie. lesson that you can take away from the movie.
2: That math is it, important It's
3: promoting math
2: which is why short round should have been in it.
3: Yeah, it just keeps getting worse. Yeah.
2: Boy, Brady is Brady has just described maybe like I've I think I've taken better than this movie you're talking about. I should have filmed those. Evidently, Spielberg could have put some magic on it. Uh, anyway, Boof, well, That's bad, and I've no interest in it but now it's like now I might want to see it how bad this sounds is like right. I maybe want to stare I'll oh, wait for way. Netflix so I'm, I'm not badly they beat into this dead horse called Indiana Jones
3: um, I'll go back again when it's on the TV yeah and just, and just, just and party to watch and you go, know just wow, like,
2: I got robbed uh, how you doing Brett I'm good good you had a nice day yesterday yeah good okay you happy today sure all right just take a shower? Yeah. Okay. You like to smell?
0: No, I'm good. Okay. I don't
2: want to get too close. Okay. I watched the news yesterday, and the uh, headline said uh, dismembered human remains found in West Phoenix. How did you get to your van stop yesterday, but Did you take the I 10?
0: Yeah.
2: I 10 over probably to 35th Avenue and. Sure. Shot up to Bell.
0: Yeah, I went to Bell. I didn't go to McDowell. No. All right. All right. You yeah. have to pass <laughs> I McDowell. Heard about right. this. Yeah. Oh,
1: wait a minute. Yeah. I, I, I heard McDowell. Oh, no. The man about knows it.
0: exactly what I'm talking about. Thirty ninth Avenue in McDowell. Yesterday. First of all, you think I would ever go to Maryvale? <laughs> That's Not with somebody, somebody of that. a body. This Hell is what I'm talking set it about. Up the There's whole no time, time. set up the whole time that
2: Maryvale's off limits. And <laughs> they found it is They found a body or a bag full of dismembered body parts on Thirty ninth and McDowell yeah. yesterday. Brett happened to be in the area. Look, it you was know. a digital summer yesterday. I wasn't going to go <laughs> hang we out on there. 35th <laughs> Avenue on 39th and McDowell, which would have been the quick drop-off hop on the freeway. Brett, who won't go to Maryvale. Nope. <laughs> Suddenly, the only time Brett's in the West Valley, a bag full of body parts shows up.
0: So, so I would have is, drove is a, all the way to Lake Mead <laughs> instead of going to Maryvale. <laughs> you to despi- uh, You're damn right I would That's what somebody who did mm-hmm. it would say. <laughs> somebody who did it would say,
2: here's how I do it. Remember O.J.? If I did it? Yeah, and he came up with this crazy theory. He's like, "No, you clearly killed these people, and now you're telling us what you would have done, which is what a killer would do."
0: Allegedly, I don't buy this at all. Allegedly, I, what? What if I? I mm, you? I have OJ <laughs> OJ needs to come in and save yeah. me on this one. <laughs> just say it. Yeah, just admit it. Brady's uh, right. Just say fire.
1: Well, hey you have a high twitter world. Huh? Juice. Hey. Juice. How you guys doing Brady? What's up, Brady? Hey, what's up, killer? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying You know it. I know it. I look in the eyes, I see what I know. You are what you eat, you know. <laughs> anyway, uh you know I I don't drift too far from uh, knowing when a man is a murderer. And uh, I'll just tell you from experience, best legal advice I could give you is just uh, keep lying, player. <laughs> All right? Don't let this little bald mother ever try to talk to you this admitting thing. And don't, don't ever it. admit it. We'll, well, you know what, Brett? You and I will go out later today All right. and we'll search for the real killers. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're hanging out on the ninth green at the Biltmore. We'll hide them on the golf course. You and I'll go out. No, trust me, though. You, you did get a little sloppy yesterday. You have to be careful because you're not. You don't have a race card to play, and it's going to go bad for you in court. I'll tell you that. Man. <laughs> but uh, you know, you got a, ba- a bag of body parts. Brett was in the area. People kind of kind of thinking about that, and so uh, I would have to say, Brett, that you and I. Uh, we'll search for the real killers on the golf course a little later today, and I'll give you some advice on how to deal with this. And hopefully, Brady's time travel machine will work again because we can get your ass out of here. Just mathematics, okay? Means all it is mathematics. Brady's right uh, mathematics and athletics. Those are the two things that you need to be a good murderer. <laughs> Anyway, I just thought I'd pop in. I thought it was hilarious watching the news, too. There goes Brett right down the road. He's dropping body parts off. Which, you know, uh, better than what I did, which was just chuck a bloody glove back to my own house. (laughs) stupid thing. Anyway, what are you going to do? I'm just trying to blame Kato. Uh, Anyway, that's all I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Hit him straight, Chase. Hit him straight today. It's hot. Be careful out there. Nobody needs to die in the heat. Just on the porch. Okay.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I got concerned yesterday. It, you know and that's the worst part of the whole thing when they said where it was i like Brett was over. My first thought it was you killed someone and dropped their body parts off. And
3: I mean a, some side
0: work. Yeah. Well, I of mean, it's side yeah, work. This, yeah.
2: Who does overnights for 14 years and still lives in a house?
1: It
0: doesn't happen. I mean if I did it. No, don't. That would be
1: God damn it did you not learn anything? Don't say that phrase. You're going to make you're going to make the
0: goldmans rich. That would be the best place to dump a body. I mean, no one's Maryville with that all smell. the other See, Yeah, I mean. this is
2: what I'm saying. for For three years, Brett's been here talking about never. Maryvale is. All, I'd never go to Mary. And then where do they find the body parts? Maryvale. has built in excuses. Play the tapes. For years, <laughs> I've been saying I'll never set foot in Maryvale. Well, of course, that's where you drop the parts off. My first thought was you when I heard about a bag
0: of body parts on 39th Avenue because you were there. And no, Joe, <laughs> it's not my Lake Mead. Now now I'm getting the emails in. Unbelievable!
3: <laughs> I giggled,
0: and then I was like, his oh, way home." Yeah, I was like, "Ah, Brett was over there, and like, oh you know, no!" He was
3: like, "You know what? <laughs> it filled up quick. I can come home early." <laughs> he did. He had to, <laughs> but he came home with the. Re- <laughs> he came back at the regular. He drove time. solo
2: yesterday in a weird white truck too. It was, it was <laughs> like it was one of the work trucks, one of the engineering guys, because he didn't even. Because why? He didn't want to use his own car. So now David is going to get arrested because it's a station vehicle. I was to drive You're done. Came
3: walking in with a little pep and a step.
2: It was was weird because, like, I'm not kidding. When I I saw it, I I laughed, and then my head was like, well, what if? Like, there was a moment of that's coincidental, and then my brain started to play. And then I realized how much I want to be in the background of a documentary Where a guy with a jacket over his head is being cuffed and let out because they found 13 bodies and none of us saw it. (laughs) He's got the perfect run of, of like, if the cops came in and said, we got him, you and I would look at each other like, are you kidding me? But Brett's got the perfect cover, you know. All day long and all night long for 14 years, we don't know what you were doing. You were hidden in the shadows.
0: And what's the one thing that Brett does every day about 10.05? five? call someone
3: call someone <laughs> on the phone with someone every day
0: do what you got do.
3: making arrangements getting his
2: job getting his assignment yeah
0: <laughs> he's getting his
2: daily assignment every, every day. day and he says he's calling uh Mathia, but there's no way she likes
3: he's him that on much no nope. <laughs> of course she might
2: be the one giving him the the, the
3: lead that's why i just saw this one yesterday i don't know if you saw that the, the guy Marcus american He who's on three times Oh, no America's most wanted. They finally got him thirty nine years later. Strangled a woman, and this guy's on this. Uh, he's in California. He's on the board, and these people that live in the board community of, what? Uh, of the water board. Um, he's waterboarding, people? not waterboarding, oh. but a board to uh, basically control the water in the city, oh. and and um, he's a pillar of the community. Yeah, and I want to and be part like, of that. Oh, and th- and then you read. The guy was uh, did some time before robbery of right. uh, rape, and, and then he strangled his pillar. girl. Then he came back and just started. That's his body. my
2: point. I want to be part of this stuff. I want. I guess deep down inside me, I kind of think of that because I'm like, God. Then we'd be on the Netflix documentary of like not knowing. And then it all reveals itself. Like, of course, they're pillars in the community and they're, they walk amongst us. That's how they get away with it. That's how Brett's
3: been doing it for years. Brett, the guy's name? Donnie Santini.
2: <laughs> He's one of yours. <laughs> it's awesome. But it was weird that my brain just immediately went to you because you, you know, complained so, you've, you've made, you've pitched such a fit over the avenues that of course that's where you'd leave your junk. Cause then when they're like, I don't go to the avenues. Yeah, they found it. It was a dismembered body inside of a bag on 39th Avenue, McDowell. Um, someone in the area smelled something gross coming out of the bag. They called 911. How bad does it smell that you call the police bad. for a garbage bag? And that oh,
3: you're, you're throwing up. Yeah, that's how bad that sick. is. Yeah, I agree. mean, you imagine when you walk upon you know you come up on a dead bird or a. Raccoon or something right. that's been killed over there.
2: But oh. it, the smell has to be so bad that you don't even like investigate further. You just call the police and say that bag.
3: What's a Maryvale?
0: Yeah, that's yeah. How that's
3: bad everybody.
2: does it have to smell that you call the right, police yeah. in, in Maryvale to come take care of a smell? <laughs> something in Maryvale stinks, and the cops are like, "Yeah, that's called Maryvale.
0: <laughs> you know where you're at." No, no more than
2: normal. Oh my God, this is a homicide. <laughs> Uh, When the police got there, they found remains in the bag in the alley, and they said they were called on Tuesday for similar tips but didn't find anything suspicious. Just Thursday, detective confirmed the homicide investigation. No arrests have been made. Anyone with information is asked to call the Phoenix Police Department uh, and uh, take care of that. Okay, I think maybe that's what I'll do, then. I'll just call the cop Oh, the phones don't work. Damn it, Brett, you're off the hook again. (laughs) He's clipped the phone lines, Brady. Run! (laughs) I ain't saying anything. I'm not either. Yeah, it's weird, right? But I do. I kind of think it would be neat if I'm like, oh, what are the cops doing here? And then Susan would be plastered up against the window. (laughs) Look at the cops are here. It's our turn. And then walk right through the building, go up and go, hey, Mr. Vestley, how are you? And then Brett goes, what took you so long? And then they put the cuffs on him and they walk him out. And he just looks at us and goes, sorry, boys. And he disappears from our lives. You probably what, shouldn't ask questions you really shit. don't want
0: the answers I'm not, to. I that's don't. all I must say. All right, that's I'm gonna, all I'm saying. Quit putting you out on Thursdays. <laughs> too many people. Oh, didn't. don't threaten me with that. How <laughs> many <laughs> people <laughs> do I have to kill to not stand in the sun? It's 110 out there. Are you kidding me?
2: <laughs> and my first thought was Brett did it, and that's bad on me because I think more than I actually believe you did this, I'm rooting for it. That's <laughs> oh, thanks. That, well, no, because I'm I'm entertained by serial killers. And by crazy stuff. And I've never been, as far as I know, within range of one. So if I, like, deep down in my brain, my favorite thing in the world of serial killers is the perp walk. When they get him. Nothing better than David Berkowitz. And, and when the cops got him and he that's just strut. opened the door and said, what took you so long? And then, they, yep, he strutted to the car and had his head down. And then he sits in the back of that squad car with it. And that's when all the neighbors knew. That's when everybody's like, "Oh my God, that's the forty-four caliber killer. That's him." And, uh, and you realize he was next door. They always interview the neighbor. That dude in uh, Cleveland. Oh my God, that's a great one. The Russian or the uh, the German guy that that
3: uh, came over and was still slaughtering people like crazy. That one, but uh, and then the other guy that wasn't slaughtering, but oh those yeah, women. That's right. Oh, the greatest years. interview years. Yeah. afterwards. The greatest I interview. Oh. I
1: had barbecue with him invite me over a barbecue a bunch of white women coming up to a black man come on now <laughs> come on now don't yeah. happen here white women screaming and yelling at the black I, I ran away white women coming to a black man and that's exactly what you should do when they run towards you
2: but yeah the uh, it's always good to have oj in the wings he's just waiting in the hallway for a point we should just give him a mic <laughs> oh, but it is a uh it was weird because i i deep down had to kind of investigate my own thoughts of why that went so like euphorically good to me that if Brett was a serial killer, then, I, then you start writing the movie, you know, hidden amongst us, you know, right here uh, on the air, alive.
1: I uh, thought
3: when you first were talking about it, the parts could have been also you know, when they find these, you know, black market parts that the <laughs> bag went
2: sideways and they just chucked it yeah. off a truck. The movie would be called Dead Air The Story of Brett Vesley. And for 14 years, he did overnights. And God knows what in the daytime. We finally find out what all these phone calls are about. Nobody's asking. I say, well, who do you call every day? Shouldn't answer questions you don't want the answers to. I call my girl. Every day at 10 o'clock? Why? Just text her. We got to have some conversation. We're very close. And I have a feeling that that conversation is more of the... uh, You're a good boy, Brett. You did good. (laughs) I got another assignment for you. You got it
1: today. You got to go out. Take care of some business. On a Thursday, when that douchebag Homburg sends you out in the (laughs) van somewhere in the West Valley, you dump them off. Always remember, talk bad about the West Valley. Make it seem like you never want to be there. Too much crime. Okay, and you know why that's good? Because it's crime. It's true. (laughs) You're a good boy. Now tell him you were on the phone with your girl.
3: I love you, son. And he Brett just goes out remained and does the consistent steak. the whole time. It's it's Thursdays with Brett. Yep. That's <laughs> yeah. where he does not work. Well, Every time he goes out, all of a sudden. Well, that's his drop-off. Yeah. God
2: knows what he's doing during the week to dismember the bodies. He <laughs> and Mathai are in that kitchen just sawing away. <laughs> oh, God. That's why I don't like eating. You know, she made that special food for me and saved it in the freezer. Luckily, somebody got hold of that before I could, because I think that's getting rid of some remains. Brady's the best that's house easy. guest you could have. Radiating people ZD. <laughs> I'm rooting for it in a weird way. <laughs> and I don't want it to be you because that just disrupts everything, although great for ratings. Could you imagine? Oh, We'd be a 60 share if one of the guys in the show turned out to be like a serial killer. And, that, and by one of the guys, I mean that one over there. <laughs> Toledo would, he's too identifiable. He is? Oh, yeah. Easter Island monolith starts killing people. <laughs> people are going to notice that. You can't have giant heads wandering around. Like It looks like the Journey video game is killing people. It's ridiculous.
3: The artist <laughs> rendering. But disappearance runs wow. <laughs> in the family, so it's
2: a man being inflated at the time? <laughs> What's wrong with his head? This man here, Mr. Mackey from South Park. Yeah, but you, I kind of voted for it. But th- they always interview the neighbor. The, the neighbor always had, like, a thought. Like, I didn't really, uh, something was going on. Dahmer was the only one where the neighbors were like, this dude's killing people like crazy. Will you do something?
1: UPD Holmberg's Morning Sickness
2: like I can hear saws
1: and his,
3: screaming. his neighbors were really right next door. I mean, they were part of a taper thin wall. Yeah.
2: Like remember this one? This dude. This is the one. I, I want to be here. screaming.
3: I meet my McDonald's. I uh, come outside. I see this girl going nuts trying to get out of a house. I go on the porch and she says, Help me get out. I've been, I'm, I've been in here a long time. So we kick the bottom and she comes out with a little girl and she says, Call 911. My name is Amanda B. That girl Amanda told the police, "I ain't just the only ones. It's some more girls up in that house. They look like they have been okay, have been fed in a long time, bro. And you had no indication <laughs> that there was not anything egg, going on, bro. Not a clue that that girl w- was I- in that house or anybody else was in there against their will. Because how he is is I just, he just comes out to his backyard, plays with the dogs, care with his cars and motorcycles. Yeah. Nothing exciting about him. Well." Until the day. <laughs> what, what was the reaction on the girls' faces? I can't imagine to see the sunlight, to be bro, around Bro, I knew something was wrong when a little pretty white girl ran into a black man's arms. Something's wrong here. <laughs> this is Kardashian. That is glorious.
2: <laughs> in that neighborhood, white girl running towards a black guy saying, save me. Something horrible's going on in that. That's hilarious.
1: Now, you know, I want to be that guy.
2: I want to be that guy. Someday I want to be on the news and go, I'll tell you what, we had thoughts, but I never guessed it. We always teased (laughs) him my McDonald's and And that's part of the other
3: interview was with the neighbor.
2: But you never ever like fight back on the mob stuff or the you know, ah, that's great. Allegedly, he always says. Mm. He's always protecting. So deep down I kinda hope that maybe Brett's got this going on and Loose Lips, and then Matthias and him are on you know, the news the side by side that weird picture of the, the Bonnie and Clyde nature of your relationship crazy.
3: Every morning Brett's in his robe, walking down the driveway to get the newspaper. <laughs> yeah,
2: every day. <laughs> Woke up this morning. <laughs> you got more bodies to take care of there, Mattia. Let's get outside.
1: <laughs> I'm tired of it, Brett. I'm tired of it. You tell, I'll tell you
2: when you're tired. Of <laughs> hey, you know, what are you going to do? Those jungle pictures? <laughs> <laughs> you you making Tarzan movies? <laughs> shark kill anyway it crossed my mind as i saw that on the news so i'm not saying i'm just saying i'm not saying i'm glad you're not talking (laughs) and then the other thing in the news and brett didn't have anything to do with this evidently that whole escalator walking sidewalk thing is real you can get trapped in the teeth a lady in an airport in uh, a Thailand, or it was Thai. It was, I don't know if that's Thailand or it's Thai. A Thai airport was going on one of those moving sidewalks and didn't pay attention. And it sucked her in and cut her leg off. You know the so teeth yeah, they always but, warn you about? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> it ate her up. That's she true. got stuck in the uh, got stuck in the moving sidewalk. And it kept going and ground her into those those sharp metal teeth. Like at the end of an escalator, your mom always said, tie your shoes. Get the end of it. And you're like, uh, you can't slip through there. You sure as can and that lady's leg went in and they had to cut it off to get her out of there they chopped her leg off they amputated her leg It's a big gap <laughs> that's no way to talk about her she just fell in a <laughs> hole 57 <laughs> year old thai woman had to have her leg amputated she got caught in a moving walkway at an international airport in bangkok on thursday the freak accident has yet to be fully explained by the authorities yeah something's a witness named brett vesley
3: hold on oh, wait a minute.
2: Yeah, they said that they uh, the incident took place about 8.27 a.m. Uh, speaking at a uh, news conference, said the woman who was traveling in the southern city suffered a severe accident at the end of a moving walkway when her leg became caught at the end of the
3: walkway and went in. I've never been comfortable on escalators or the rolling with flip-flops on. Of course not.
2: But you don't, you, yeah, you think you might You get your toes jammed yeah, in there and break your foot. This lady got... <laughs> Ate her leg to the point where they're like, we can't get you out of here. And they just did what Brett does with dead bodies. Cut the leg off. Now, you seen Don Brosco? Can you believe that, though? Because I always, like, you know, when you get older and your mom always warns you about the bottom of the escalator, nothing's going to happen at the bottom of that thing. Itchy and Scratchy on The Simpsons did one where he nailed his feet to the escalator stairs and it just skins him (laughs) as he's going down. Because it's just a big conveyor belt. It just does a big, giant oval loop.
3: Yeah, Terminal 4. Terminator 4 terminal yep. for it, uh, Sky Harbor, has a bunch of those on those. The moving walkways. Yeah, yeah. the whole
0: the whole airport up.
3: Yeah, but
2: those are the flat ones. Escalators are always the ones that I've thought of. Like, oh, Wasn't it the flat one that keep. she got? Yeah, she yeah. Got, but that seems even more impossible. I've seen people fall off of those. Hilarious. When the moving sidewalk becomes flat yeah, earth and, and they stumble. take that first step. And yep. I, I watched an old man roll once. Happened
3: to Kirby on the first one.
2: Hilarious. Because you've got to be aware that you know, you're about to step on not moving land. Uh, but I've never thought of it, but it can eat you. So now, now, I saw
3: one the other day, on, um, and it was a little kid, and the kid fell down, hands down, and the fingers got stuck in the thing. And the escalator. And they hit the button. Yeah. At
2: the no, mall. kidding. And
3: it took them a while. They had it's to, a good
2: thing they had to. And that's the thing the safety button is there because that thing will kill you. Yeah. They can't put a little plastic guard over the. Doesn't it seem easy? It, it does. can eat you. I'm surprised it hasn't happened more often. I love it.
3: Yeah, like a, you know, like, like door in the doorways, you put those little crown molding things or so the something stops.
2: But it ate a, a tiny strip over there. Bangkok leg is in that thing, and nobody seemed too shocked. Yeah, it's what you get for not paying attention or having your shoes untied. How about that? I had no idea those were really going to eat people. That's, so be careful. By the way, somebody just emailed and said, I just chat gpt I saw that. Uh, the, he, he's writing Brett's movie. Yeah. Chat GPT. We should have it by the end of the show.
0: <laughs> Another guy wrote, when Brett gets caught, make sure Miss New Booty dresses up nicer for the mugshot. Us ghouls have standards, you That's know. That's exactly right. <laughs> Thanks, Stu. No
2: Italian's wife gets a mugshot looking like a pig. <laughs> Oop, That's a fact. Anyway. And then somebody else said, stop ruining Brett's videos. It's also a dumping ground for all that stuff. Alan Arkin just died. Oh. That's too bad. He's great. Yeah. He's 80, 89. it's old. goes Alan Arkin. I was going to bring Jimmy in, but people don't remember who Alan Arkin is. Little Miss Sunshine. That's what I was That's wondering. Yeah. Little Miss Sunshine and, and then, then tons of other then stuff. And
3: two seasons with Michael Douglas on that one. Uh, oh, what was the name of that? I'll, I'll get it. <laughs> <laughs> well, by the time we hear it, we're not going to care. I don't
2: now. Yeah. Streets of San Francisco? No, it was, on was Carl Malden. Just now. recently. Michael Douglas had a show on HBO recently? I thought yeah, it was the Liberace so. show.
3: No, I'll remember it. I'll, so give me a take. Like him, like
2: him. Don't help him. <laughs> Let Pop-Pop's Gram- Ginkgo Biloba kick in.
0: All right. Michael, oh, okay. Yeah. Was the Michael Douglas show? The Comiskey Method. Oh, uh, Comiskey yeah. Method. That was yeah, right. yeah. That nobody remembered. <clears throat> That's right. That was
2: some streaming show for old people. Did you like it?
3: No, no, no. It was good. I didn't. You don't have
2: to like it. It's all right. He's dead.
3: I didn't see him. I just knew he was in. You watched
2: it. You watched it.
3: They had two seasons, then they hated each other, I think. Yeah.
2: The other thing that's going on that I just don't understand is that the NFL is now suspending a bunch of players permanently, like indefinitely, for gambling. This was their biggest fear moving a team to Las Vegas. And this was, you know, obviously something that the NFL and its hypocrisy always said we can't have gambling this associated with the players and the referees and stuff like that, which is hilarious to me because a part of their their licensing rights are all for gambling. Like they, yeah, they, they, it's, it's billions and billions of dollars that gambling is one of the main reasons it's so popular. Um, it's huge. The business of gambling tied to the NFL massive college football has been getting away with murder on the gambling money forever because they haven't paid a they keep saying well the revenue from this and that but you you don't count the revenue that's side which is on gambling not necessarily winning but being part of it uh it's a huge producer of ratings and everything else and so the players when they get hold of you know FanDuel on their phone and stuff are you know probably shouldn't because it's against the rules but are betting and a few of the guys that were suspended were betting on their own team one of the guys bet that the running back for the Colts would go over 120 over under and 100 and something yards per the game, he did, and, uh, and he won money on it because he just knew, you know, he had a little inside information like we're going to run the ball a lot, and he's going to go nuts, Taylor's going to go crazy, and he won the bet, and he also won the bet that they would win the game, and then the guy, I think the guy for the Patriots who got hit, he's like they, I, I go out and risk my life, literally. We saw it with Demar Hamlin. I risk my life on that field. I go out and throw my body around on that field. And I'm not allowed to bet on myself. Like, like, I understand betting against the game. But I'm not allowed to bet on myself. And their biggest fear wasn't that the players would bet. Their biggest fear was that the referees would get involved. And that's who needs to be not allowed to bet. The referees are the ones who are not allowed to have anything on the table for that. The players should be allowed to bet all they want. It's hypocritical I to say, say I would
3: I um, would say I, I'd be comfortable with uh, they can bet on it just not on their
2: games uh, totally that's it but if you do bet on your games the only thing you can do is bet win or loss or win only win like no, your I don't team think can you only can win. touch your games. you, you shouldn't be allowed play. to but you can't bet on stats because if you're the quarterback you can all right i'm 40 from exactly. going over exactly then you, get you to can't lose. bet on prop bets but if you yeah. bet on your team to win i have i don't think there's anything wrong with that i so want
0: pete rose was okay with that then if pete rose was betting only on the reds that's to what win, he said now, babe, now he was manipulating over unders
2: that was the bigger thing with Pete. Like he was having over under bets. If you just bet straight up to win, now he denies that, but that right. was what the guy. Okay. If, if you bet straight up win, I want my team. I want everybody to have a little bit more stake in the game saying we all they should actually make everyone on the team put 100 bucks on themselves to win straight up. <laughs>
3: Every single player has stake in the game on both sides of the ball. Ohio just approved uh, the the bet sports betting yeah. a little less than a year ago. And Pete Rose was the first one to kick yeah. it off, official. $100 bet. His bet was on the Reds, Good. one of the series. Yeah. That'll get them $10,000 if they, uh, right, because what he bet at the time. And that's where I think every team should have to force their players
2: and coaches to bet straight wins. Money line wins. No points, no nothing. Money line wins. Straight up. Period. I want my team betting that. Prop bets are out. But to, to be so hypocritical but again on oh, not on your team. Yes, absolutely on my team. I want look if you if, if it was illegal to bet that we're going to win here. Uh, like, but you're saying bet
3: only win because that's if it. you can bet on your team, you can, I'm not saying that. I okay. just said you, everybody only on the win. team
2: is required to bet that the team wins. Of course, why would you bet yeah. your team loses? The they are required to bet winning. They are required to do it. Period. I want that. I would rather have every Pittsburgh Steeler forced to put money down on each game to win. Every time. Always. Always. Because that tells me that, that they believe. I don't think you get the Cardinals to do that right now. So, But to, the hypocrisy of the NFL is, yeah, this gambling thing, we don't like it, we don't like it, we don't like it. Uh, and by the way, we just opened a sports book in the stadium. Uh, by the, uh, All the advertising is for this. It's the same thing they do with beer. You know, we don't like beer. We don't like beer. We don't like beer. You know, we don't want to do this with this. And we're like we're, they're,
3: the whole, it's a
2: family we're affair. Responsible. It's a family. This we're responsible. No sales
3: after the uh, third yeah, quarter. Right, exactly.
2: All they do is churn beer ads at you. The entire game, the whole thing is just a giant. And I'm for it. Budweiser ad at the end, and stop it. <laughs> Your players can bet, and, if, and once you take it, a crooked player doesn't need rules to make a bet. They just call Brett and say, "Put this in for me," and then it's on Brett's phone. <laughs> That's basically it. You don't, you wouldn't bet on your own phone if you're up to no good. Nope. But if you were, if you were required to bet that your team wins, I'd be all for that. If you're going to make a bet, it has to be your team winning. And every day we take like, there's a monitor on your. The,
3: so the guy that you're talking about, the player, they got caught there's four of them. Yeah. And did they audit them or.
2: You know, they, they, they had all sorts out? of ways to, to know that they had a pay or there's, they check on their stuff every once in a while. and, Word gets out that somebody was doing something sideways because they're not allowed to have it on their phone. So they can't have an account, so they go through someone else. And that someone else whistles or word gets out and then they start an investigation and blah, 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 blah. But they, you know, it's – I don't know. It kind of goes – it goes into this whole hypocrisy of being so pure and then all the money they make is off of alcohol and gambling. But, but they just their players
3: are t- no, they're not. Those players are just as bad. I, I, I... and those and the people that are have been busted in the past. This has nothing, like you said, has nothing to do to prevent them nothing. doing it. A you bad guy's going around. Do the bad it's, thing. Like yeah. it's through third party.
2: Yep. Through... And and a person who's up to no good that's going to fix the game. It'll still happen. Isn't going legit on his own app. So you're not stopping a thing. So, you know, this hypocrisy of, like, how pure they're trying to get, and that we're policing, oh, garbage. Every, every, and, and, if I, and if I found out a player was betting on his own team to win, I'd be totally fine with that. Now, the problem would be, like, what they did over there at ASU was then they were points shaving because they were winning, but that not by good not by it. 12. They would win by 11 because yeah. the spread was perfect.
0: I don't see a problem with that.
2: Yeah, see, of course you don't. <laughs> <laughs> this guy over you
0: really they won. Yeah, they still won. Oh no. no, Brett, you gotta quiet them
3: down a little bit. It's yeah? <laughs> a certain aspect of our business that we don't need out on the air.
2: But yeah, the uh, think
3: about how many times you needed that last three, right?
2: Oh yeah, the hooks and stuff. It's, but that's ugh. the thing. Straight up betting is fine. If a guy's going to do it, he's going to do it sideways. The second the NFL said, "All right, we're in bed with gambling," out loud,
0: they had to relax this. They, you can't expect your players to, to not do it. Jason brings up a good point. He says, if coaches and players needed that kind of motivation to go 100%, exactly. you don't want them anyway. If they need that for motivation. Yeah, I agree that if yeah. it's for motivation. But if they're going to bet,
2: I want them betting on their t- – I don't see a single thing wrong with a guy dropping a bet saying, we're going to win this weekend, straight up. I have no issue with that. Again, you get into the points and start like that. And you can start shaving. No, nobody making that kind of money. Like FanDuel, I'll I'll occasionally make a goofy bet on FanDuel and it won't, it won't let me because the payout would be too big for FanDuel. So like there's been a a couple times where I'm like, boxing, I've thrown, I I tried to throw a thousand bucks on just an absolute wipeout fight I knew about. No. The most I could bet for this like million to one odds thing was like a dollar because the payout was ridiculous. I'm like, that's silly. And, 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 but for like a buck, it was reasonable. They wouldn't let you bet over a certain amount. They won't accept your bet because the payouts are huge. I do round robin home run bets, and you can do like two cents, and the thing will jump up to thirty eight thousand dollars. But that's if everybody hits the home run. It's not going to happen. But it's, but there are certain times where these millionaire athletes, most of them, aren't going to risk their careers for another hundred grand. It's the same thing as the submarine. These billionaires aren't flying coach. These millionaires aren't doing this you know 100, 100 grand bet that they're going to fix a game over 100 they're making more money than that during the game so another 100 grand is nothing
1: Holmberg's morning sickness the low college level guys,
2: different the low level guys college is totally different but the low level guys the special teamers and stuff like that they probably are they don't influence the game as much they're not on the field. So it's if you're a guy who's going to fix a game, you don't go to the long snapper, although that would be a pretty good one, or you don't go to like you know the the guy the jet on the kickoffs and say miss a tackle for him. He might miss it anyway. So you go to somebody who can substantially change the game. You go to the stars. You go to a, a receiver. You go to a guy. And they are all extra points. Anybody on the field that much is making that money. It's happening. You know, the referees are the ones you have to worry about. The NBA's biggest problem has not been that the players are going to fix the games. The refs will. And they ran into that issue. And that, I don't think, has changed at all. So they're kicking people out of a lead for this. That's silly.
0: Didn't Mayweather, doesn't he bet on himself? Mayweather bets on himself a lot. And in boxing, you can do that? Absolutely. UFC
2: guys bet on themselves a lot. Yeah, and Because people know. If he bet against himself, okay. He's he's forfeiting his career for how much? It has to be fairly substantial. (coughs) So if he goes out there, you know, the old boxing days when they'd throw fights, it was because they'd get killed if they didn't. It wasn't about them making money. It was they were in bed with your people. And those guys are like, you go down in the fourth because our money says you're going down in the fourth. And those guys would make all the money and then float the boxer a few more to be their guy next time. And Marcellus Wallace wow. made uh, Bruce Willis do it. Exactly. So. And he didn't. And yep. he was, and they were going to kill him. Yep. That was the risk of the old gambling. That doesn't exist anymore. Well, if you find out. That the good old days. Tyson was in on the whole Buster Douglas thing. The Tyson could have gone down earlier. Because you know what they wouldn't have said? Go down in the tenth. And, it al- and also knock him out in the eighth. If that one, because he knocked Buster Douglas out, it was a twelve count. Yeah, Buster Douglas went down. Mike fought a terrible fight, but that one's not fixed. There's no way you take that kind of beating to <laughs> to lose. And by that time, Mike had all the money he needed, and he was making forty million bucks a fight. It didn't matter. You're not getting into the gambling world. You're not gonna. You're not gonna go in there and get Dak Prescott and his fifty-five million dollar guarantee. To throw something for you to make money, it's not happening. Unless, unless, he's done something terrible, and they're blackmailing. And if that's the case, there's bigger fish than just the gambling. But the NFL has got to stop this whole holier-than-thou pious crap of, you know, you can visit our FanDuel uh, book in the stadium, but we're really, the gambling thing, it's just, it's beneath us. Stop it. You're taking a fortune. The official sports book of the NFL. And once you start getting in bed with it, expect it to leak into your game. And it is. And now you got the Las Vegas Raiders. You're going to have the Las Vegas A's. You've got the Golden Knights. It's right there in the hub of it. If you were worried about it before, now you, know, now you just figured out a way to make money off of it. But they're suspending players indefinitely. And one of the guys just bet on his own player to go over 120 yards. He couldn't influence that. He was just standing yeah. on the sidelines going, this dude's going to run wild. It's no different than you and I going, this team has no run defense. You give Taylor the ball a thousand times, he's going to have 200 yards rushing. <laughs> Easy. But I, yeah, I don't get that whole thing. The NFL and their drinking policies and the stop it. And meantime, all they do in the draft is tell you about how this guy's got gun charges and he's come back from a drug problem. And, all. and Josh Gordon had eight strikes and he's out policy on the drugs. They act like it just doesn't exist. The NBA's, over the last 30 years, is the most brilliant, uh, brilliantly run operation when it came to the drug policy. You're telling me the NBA has never had a marijuana suspension? Never once had a guy who got caught with weed <laughs> on a test? The
3: NBA... And now you, um, come on. You know now you won't see it so much uh, on the NFL. Um, Travis Kelsey said the other day, he's like, they're a little more lenient in a way. They they tell you uh, we're gonna. They test one time a year, yeah. and they and tell you, give when you two now. weeks.
2: Yeah, you got two weeks to clean it it up. Because most
3: guys work out, they can in, in a week they can just stop. There's tons of smoking. Yeah,
2: always has. Always will be it's silly. There's a lot of silliness with that, but yeah, but. This guy says, let me serve as a cautionary tale. Uh-oh, no, never mind. That's a different thing. This guy's talking about Coke. I thought it was about the, the drugs and the gambling. Yeah, it's, it's just silly. So the, the NFL is, again, if they just allow the games to be games and whatever else. And then Colin Kaepernick talking about teams he wants to play for. He's 50 now. Isn't he like 100 years old? Colin Kaepernick is the perfect example of a guy who maybe did something that you can agree with. As far, But I think he's just an asshole. And no, everybody's afraid to say, I don't want that asshole on my team. Not because of what he did, it's just as in he's well, just you can't say that. No, you can't because he, he's a martyr. And he did and he did something that you can agree with, but bottom line is I think all these all thirty two teams looked and said, eh, he's an asshole.
3: And now though wasn't it like last year? I mean his workout wasn't anything like No, they em- weren't impressed impressive. with him. Yeah, they're like, eh, it's
2: kinda nothing. Well you know why. Well, right. But and, and there is the that problem. argument that they you know they clearly had collusion to keep mm-hmm. him out of the league, but I think it might be that somebody just needs to step up and say problem with Colin Kaepernick wasn't his stance. It was that he was a dick. Because I think that's the only reason why. And did he settle with the... I don't know what happened with him. He probably NFL. had a couple bucks in his pocket because of it. But he lost his job first. Then it all kind of happened. I wasn't going to be true. Sporting, so, I mean, that was the bigger thing. It's like He wasn't playing. Anyway, sports. They keep mucking it up with all sorts of dumb, and all it's supposed to be is a distraction. Brett's people... I'll tell you this. You want to talk about member berries. When the mob was in control of all the sports, and they was better. And Vegas. It was better. It was quiet. Mm. It was handled well. It got real sloppy in the 90s. We knew there were the fix was in a few times. There's a good chance Muhammad Ali's first fight with Sonny Liston was not on the up and up, and it made him a legend. Sonny Liston went down from a phantom shot. with That famous pose of Muhammad Ali standing over him. He didn't get punched. No, it was the punch before. him. like, the punch before what? The one that didn't hit him? I don't think so. So, yes, your people have controlled it and controlled it beautifully up until they got into drugs. The whole point of Donnie Brasco and Goodfellas was yeah. once the cocaine got involved, the mob got stupid. But they used to run sports, and they did a great job. But tell me football and basketball weren't fixed in the 80s. They had referees on the pay. On the, They were on the payroll.
0: That's yeah. why certain people always went for college because there was no, they didn't have any money to lose. They were only making money on exactly. that kind of stuff. Exactly. Certain people that end with a vowel, and you know, <laughs> you got an I or an A at the end
2: of the name, maybe, know, you know, throwing it on. No use. That's weird. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, this whole gambling thing had me like, I'm just shaking my head. I'm still worried about Brett dropping body parts. <laughs> I want to write the movie, though, for sure. Dead Air, the Brett Fessley story. <laughs> I just need it to end. I need you to get caught. God, I want to be part of a perp walk someday.
0: Oh. Indiana Jones never gets caught. He no. He keeps going. He doesn't kill people, though.
2: I want to be part of a perp walk. Wouldn't that be the best if cops had to move you out of the way to go get Brett Brady? And we just watched out this window as they, as the news cameras film Brett leaving. And we we're just like, uh, he did it.
3: I had dinner with him last yeah, night.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I had no idea what was going on. We were watching the news one night, and they're like, police are looking for this man, and it's a sketch. That could be Brett. And we're the ones who call in the tip. Oh. <laughs> God, that would be awesome. Anyway, so keep it up, Brett. Whatever it is you're doing, I like.
0: I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's exactly what I wanted to hear. Uh, what do you got on the Big Board of Musical Treats? All right, Wake Up Song brought to you by our buddies at Action Ride Shop. It is getting a little warmer out there, which means you got to start oh, a little bit earlier. So, you want to hit the trails? No. They got a full line of e bikes over there at Action Ride Shop from Pivot, Santa Cruz. Yeti, whatever you want, yeah. they're gonna they're gonna take care of you. Or if you just want to do it old school, like me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see. So e-bikes are, I'm are digging uh, in on you. you. No, no, no.
2: You just don't have one yet. <laughs> that's true. And you don't get one with the throttle. That is cheap. Yeah, that is. That, that and that's, that's kind of more what I'm yeah. talking about. I have to. Mine's kinetic
0: energy. Yeah, that's you got to pedal harder. Yeah, they got the e-bikes, and if you got a DUI bike, they'll uh, they'll take yeah. care of that as well over there. So. <laughs> yeah. actionrideshop.com for everything you need, bicycle related and ski related in the winter time But uh here we go with the list here. Uh Megadeth, Avenge Sevenfold, Pantera because it's Phil's birthday. It is he turns fifty five today. Hey. Uh Allison Chains, the warning mud vein.
3: Nothing for the Dying US of A. Fetus.
0: It's the big fourth of July docking. super week. We didn't even I get a know. kick for that. Uh Die Die My Darling for Indiana Jones. <laughs> uh, Whip
2: it by Devo. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
2: um, and, geez, you know, there's a whole bunch of them on there. I don't – I see Al, uh, Avenged Sevenfold, and I'm kind of in an addicted mode to them right now. A couple of good ones. Let's go with Phil's birthday. Do a little domination from All Pantera. Right. I just got an email from uh, Sherry over at the Suns, and she goes, Google search Corey Dean, Dion Morris. Used to work at the arena in the ballpark. Seemed like a very nice guy, cheerful, pleasant, willing to help every employee. Then we heard he was a serial killer, and what he did shocked us all. She's been part of a perp walk. Wow. or one of her, I want a co-worker to be a serial killer so bad. Well, you got the picture with the zombie killer. Yeah, well, that's true, but I didn't get to be part of it. That. that was after I found out. Yeah, that was it's You true. could
0: have jumped in there.
2: I did have that moment where they sent me pictures like, here's you with that guy. Two, three years in a row, I was hanging out with that zombie killer. You had your opportunity. So I guess that's the closest I've been. I guess I kind of have been close to that, but not knowing it at all, and not really knowing the guy. I want to know the guy. I want to. Three be years like, in a row, you don't know the guy? No, there was. I was shaking hands with Likely a lot of people. Likely story, sweet. <laughs> <laughs> he pulled the sweet out. <laughs> I uh, yeah, I did. I had no. Clue. I knew him as the zombie. Uh, what the, what his? Uh, he was a zombie killer. Yeah. That was, like was that. a canal killer when he, they he, yeah, but, yeah, or whatever, put yeah. it on his car and stuff. Like, yeah, he like,
3: just seemed like a you know, it
2: was an old cop car or something, right? When I was at those zombie walks, yeah. he took an old cop car and he would put like he, he was
3: would, in one of those walking dead guilds. Mm, like he was yeah. just over.
2: You should have seen the decorations he did on the car. He hung out with the police. He was on the, he was like with them, he was on their side. And those zombie walks we used to do every Halloween, the city of Phoenix put on, I would host those things. It was like three years, four years in a row. He was at three of them I know of because I got pictures back of me in each costume that I had. It was pretty remarkable. But I didn't know his name. Like, I wouldn't run into him in the streets and know him. That's what I want. Mm. I want to be able to be at, like, Peter Jungle and wander over. Hey, what's going on, Brett? How are you? And then the next day, I go, oh, that's that guy we were talking to at the restaurant. He's a murderer. I got none of that.
0: Although I did have the
2: auto dealership. I've been part of murders. What? Yeah, the guy who used to run... Yeah. Uh, uh, the, oh, that's
3: right. The oh, yeah.
2: Scottsdale Auto Repair. That's right. And I was working with him. His name was Jason. And his brother killed him. So you did know somebody. So that one. But I I didn't know his brother. I knew him. I knew the guy who got killed.
0: But I didn't oh, know. Oh, you never met him? I, I, if I did, I don't know it. Oh, okay. That was close. It's one step, you know, it's one separation. But I was never part of, like,
2: I would never, I didn't know these people well enough to be in the documentary. You could have made your way in. No, I could have shoehorned my way in, but that's not, I don't want, I want them to knock down my door. I want them going, well, you're the one we need to talk to. Like they would if you, when they
0: find out what you're doing. You could have went to his court hearings, the canal killer and all that kind of stuff. But I didn't even know that you was should've. going on, to be honest with you. I, like, it's still like, then it's just me waving pictures. Just showing around. your pictures. Yeah, Harper.
2: What do you know about him? Absolutely nothing. <laughs> I want, I want to, I want to provide a couple answers. Like, I want to be like, yeah, I mean, you know, he seems. So, I want to be the one that they go. He just seems so normal. I mean, we we hung out. I want to be that guy that goes. We had barbecue together. <laughs> it's crazy. So keep it up, Brett, because it's coming. Because <laughs> I I've never been part of that, and I want to be like. Wouldn't you? Wouldn't it be awesome if Laser, your neighbor, they just started peeling bodies out of his garage, and you're just standing there watching this? Like,
3: this is awesome. I knew he had two storage facilities,
2: <laughs> right? And then you just and then the purple Jared. The neighbors in that Indianapolis neighborhood had to be like, we live next door to Jared Fogle. They had to be bragging about it for a little while. You know, Jared Fogle just moved in next door. The subway guy? Yeah. Jared Such from a subway. nice guy. He's a good dude. His kids are awesome as well. And then the FBI forensic
0: man's outside, and you're like, what's going on at Jared's house? And then they perp walk him out to his car. Oh! What happens if your neighbor, uh, Michael, next door turns out to be like John Wayne Gacy, and they're just pulling bodies out? Their house has been under construction for ages. <laughs> It's taken so
2: long because they keep going through construction, or claims. they're not under construction, <laughs> oh. or they're not under construction at all, and they just got a place to put the bodies under the cement, and they just keep. We had another problem with the foundation, like I bet you did. I bet you did, Twink killers.
0: <laughs>
2: they call him Twinkie the Kid. <laughs> I bet you did. How'd they? How'd you kill him? Would you f***ed to death? <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. So we got all that going on, but I. I Secretly, have to admit—not even secretly—I just have to admit my own weird brain wants to be close to that. Isn't that weird? that's a strange thing? I know you don't at yeah, all. Yeah, no. you would rather not have a perp walk near you. No, I want to be part of it. I want to be in the document. I want to be the one in Dateline. They're like, "Yep, I know, I was stupid." That's the
3: problem. You're looking for it too much, and it's something you. Don't I hope want it happens all to you. End up, yeah. Yeah, and, and I hope it, it looks looks happens like, to you. I'll, oh my gosh!
2: I'll sit next to you and go. He was so stupid. Like, he should have known this, but he's just so, he's just got zero, uh, like, he's not inquisitive it about anything. I would love it. Perp walking. Anyway. If I keep hanging around, Brad eventually.
3: Laser, happen. what's with all the bowling bags? Or the bowling balls in the bag?
2: <laughs> just ignore the bag. I hope your dude Kenny across the street or Laser next door or Michael and Troy, the Twinkie, the kids. <laughs> I hope one of them perp walks. I have to know him. Oh, he's so great. It's close enough. When like I don't like the ones where, like, I went to high school with, like, Andrew Cunanan when Phoenix did the thing. You know, we spent a year at high school here. So what? Not well, enough. Didn't matter. And then, we, you know, there was a girl named Gail that was at the station I worked at at the time who was running around doing the interviews. We're like, what was he like? She sat next to him in science. And he was a kid in science class. That's what he was like. He hadn't developed his skills yet. I'm fascinated. Man. This one says, hey, Holmberg, my brother was one of the Maryvale shooter victims. Netflix makes a documentary and interviews me. I'll be sure to drop your name. You guys rock.
0: All right, thanks, man. I'm
2: glad you're over the tragedy.
0: <laughs> one, <laughs> over one of the Maryvale shooters. Yeah, okay. Wait, can you narrow yeah. that down, please? The Maryvale
2: shooter, they're not going to do a Netflix documentary on Maryvale shooters or <laughs> that's that's just, that's, uh, Netflix would start its
0: own sep- sec- separate branch of documentary. a day that ends in wine. Yeah, yeah. Come on.
2: There's another Maryvale shooter story. I do like, though, that if you are interviewed about your brother's murder, you're going to throw us a plug. So that, I appreciate that. John Holbert! Holbert yeah,
3: rules! <laughs> they put it in there. Oh.
2: That'd be pretty cool. They'd cut it. What the hell was that little thing at the end? Stupid. Uh, anyway, let's do it. Phil and is 55. Yeah. Phil is 55. Wow. This is Domination. This is a great song. Uh, it's Pantera. And by the way, it's Concert Psyching Rock. 55 year old Phil's going to be here before you know it. A couple months away. In fact, it is exactly two months away after this weekend, the first weekend in September. So get through July and August and right into football season, we'll kick it off with a little Pantera and some uh, Metallica. That show's going to be huge. It's Domination. Happy birthday, Phil. It's 98. Arizona's most powerful rock
1: radio
0: station. He said fully erect. And next-